Do your demons ever leave you? In London, I was independent, but not in my mind. Hi, how are you doing? Are the pleasantries just becoming a waste of time? Would they even understand? Ben, Ben, stop that. They're just putting out a hand. Don't leave the present found one thing. Leave your ego in the past. Hello, and welcome to the Adjustment Workshop. In this episode, we will take a deeper look into the cures of the past and how collective will supported me through the wobbles. It's the 24th of well, 25th right now actually of um, August and I'm just walking back to the tents from day two of Lost for the Festival. I got the first paragraph done for 2,500 word essay which meant that I'll be able to do this and also now I've got in the flow of not I can write so it's nice to be in my past in this. Wow, what a couple of days, few days. Where to begin? I think the last one was at Lost Village Music Festival last weekend. I've done my essays. It's Sunday night. It's the second time I've found it in. I've done it and I've left it to the last minute again. I got it in on time. I just shouldn't have to go through that. Shouldn't have to do that to myself. I'm Ben, and here is my gambling story. So yeah, dear diary. Dear diary. Dear diary. Hello there. Diary. Entry. Dear diary. I just feel like I need to go through things out of my head. Today I had a bit of fuck up. Really lucky to be here actually. Well, I started with 35. Obviously my gambling urges do come when I'm bored and when I've got no money. It's almost as if I knew I was going to lose it all. It's not subterfuge, but it's definitely up there. I'm really struggling. Everyone knows my previous with regards to the casino. But is what's that going to cost me? 150, that's three quid, three quid, that's nearly half my wage already. How can you not learn? How? How can you not learn? You should get things done too. There's no excuse, mate. Are you in a good place though? I never want to be in this situation ever again, and I'm not going to be in this situation ever again. Quite interesting to see how the pleasure and the purpose are starting to overlap so desperate. We'll get through it. Other than that, I'm all groovy. Anyhow, lots of love, and I love you very much. Alright, nice one. See you in a bit. Do you know what? I'm going to stop talking. Over and out. Ben. The Diary of a Gambling Kid Episode 4 How to keep on track whilst stopping the wheels from falling off My August life cycle in 2018 led me from rock bottom, betting apps, the casino, a lost mind to Lost Village Music Festival and to the completion of my studies, finally. I had to find a way to regain control before the interferences. Played Havoc again. With not only my bar job to get me out of the house, I asked myself if the sun was still shining and rising 
surely my individual will, over time, would start shaking off this state of mind. Establishing routine was key. I had to move away from the I fucked it mentality and make amends. Although, I could not crack all of my dreams in one day. Minor tweaks that would lead to significant change had to be made. Ensuring my room was tidy, making a conscious effort to stay away from the early nights and late mornings. I had to move on. When I would finally turn my attention to the parts of my life that actually mattered. The phone glance. The peer distractions. The minus rom-com interfered. Was this mission impossible? The small tasks had been magnified. The clothes washing, the CV writing, the exercises could all be blocked out. When the I need to mentality is rife, you've got to get your head down. I had to make these changes permanent. The previous cures to my addiction were now obsolete. I just didn't have the answers. I was lazy. I was also empty. Gambling zapped my energy. Would it control me forever? How to cure this then? Hmm. Addiction sufferers from the United States of America during the 20th century would receive remedies for every single ailment. Prescribed by midwives, folk chemists and travelling medicine men, the people whose title of doctor was more likely to have been adopted rather than earned. In the 1870s, sufferers of alcoholism when seeking to remove that craving for a stimulant could purchase over-the-counter White Star Secret Cure with its primary ingredient xylon cocoa, otherwise known as cocaine. Was this cure a help or a hindrance? Surely, just another example of a temporary cure. A temporary block put in place. It was time to take my attention and run with it. But in which direction? In the 21st century, all I had on offer from the recovery tuck shop was a memory bank of turning point moments, lodged, long dormant, in the back of my mind since 2015. Counselling, anxiety attacks, the routine job, times of when I had conjured up the courage to face it head on and take off the mask. The gambling come down was finding a poison brain with the body of a 21-year-old in London. The radio course completed on the route to radio success. Miles away from sanity, the reflection periods became present. As the vacuum inside realised, this was it. This had to be the path. I had no choice wherever the new gambling-free road was taking me. I would have to follow. I could not go in any other direction again. On my route home, on Thursday the 13th of September, 
2018. With no money to pay for a bus ticket. The emotions hit. I used to be confident. I used to use my mouth and chit-chat. White Star's secret cure was not needed before. Feeling too timid to discover more of the unknown truths. To think I used to fling words into space around me without any rationale. Walk, Ben. Walk. Just go for a walk. Where to? The Barrow Belongerie? Coffee? Library? Health section? Did you know Parkinson's disease patients who have been diagnosed for 25 years or more have a 75% chance of developing dementia? Prevention activities include speaking a new language, playing an instrument or meditation. Still in the library. Neurological health section. Happiness by design. Hmm. I'll give it a go. In order to be happy, we must behave happy. Our happiness is experiences of both pleasure and purpose over time. Happiness depends on what we actually pay attention to. another rom-com or to help a friend three weeks have gone by since my rock bottom moment having the hardest point to listen to was a salient reminder of where I do not want to be it would help me get through some of my early wobbles more free time also meant more boredom like a mousetrap the addiction lures you in I had to find the balance between pleasure and purpose. So, I'll ask again. What makes you happy? The adjustments are not binary though. You can't just unplug the gambling part of your brain. This diary entry is from a place where I need it to be. Under construction. The Diary of a Gambling Kid. Episode 4. It's going to be a long one tonight. So yeah, I'll just do it quickly. That makes no sense. So yeah, dear diary. Dear Diary, I am right next to Brewdog near Farring- in Farringdon, Farringdon Brewdog. I'm just walking home. Ah, right, yeah, I've got a bit emotional actually. Um, yeah, I got a bit emotional. Sort of needs someone to talk to so I am chosen well I've chosen to talk to myself I've chosen to talk to myself um, yeah chosen to talk to myself because my best mate who I owe 40 quid to he's in Italy 
and I can't really ring him because this is probably the gap that I ring him. Um, parents, can't really ring them because um, of what happened last week. Um, if anyone needed to kick up the arse to sort themselves out, this is probably it. This is my one. I never want to be in this situation ever again, and I'm not going to be in this situation ever again. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, fuck's it, to be honest. Wow, 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 wow. I've made it. But fucked it and it's so grim. God, oh God, God, God. When they say, oh yeah, your reputation's not changed, or sorry, your reputation's affected by gambling, well, I must say my reputation this week's fucking definitely been affected by gambling, only because I've not been able to go out and then being in, I've not had the mind frame to do anything because having no money has been on my mind. <sighs> being over my overdraft limit has been on my mind. I've been hungry, I've been eating my... I've been having the same food all week. Uh, luckily I had some food in my cupboard, so I've literally had that all week. I'm not doing this to myself ever again. You're going to listen to yourself in a few years' time. You're going to be like, right, what was the turning point? Well, do you know what? This is it. I cannot get any lower than what I am right now. Like, genuinely, fair enough. My parents could die. Everyone could die. I know. I mean, that'd be pretty low. Um, and I'll be a mess, obviously, because of that. But at the same time, right now, this week I died. This week I died, and now I've been. This is I'm reborn now. Basically, this is it. This is this is it. I mean, I need to. I took action. Well, I took action. I went to the Gamblers Anonymous meeting, which, by the way, was fantastic. Oh God, yeah, grim, so grim. I mean, I'm living in London. Everyone around me, everyone where I'll go, they're all like, succeeding. They're all got nice clothes on. They're the clothes that I want to wear. I don't want to wear the same skinny jeans. They're, I know I look fucking stupid because they're so skinny. I don't want to wear some corduroy trousers. I know one's longer than the other. I want to wear new clothes. I want to go out. I want to meet new people. And I'm not messy that week. And for some reason, I've let myself get to this point. The reason being, what, naivety, maybe? Um, What? What's the reason? Other than stupidity. Immaturity. Everything. I mean, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to go on a run. Why? Because I don't want to do that. I don't want to go on a run because something's telling me that I don't even get up in the mornings and do the same shit. I'm going to go up and get it up. 
right. I'm going to get up, I'm going to go on a run, I'm going to do my CV. Ben, it's all things that just should be done. I'm just going to do them, and then I can progress. So say one day as it comes though, that's what it said, it said just do one day. You need to just do one day. One day at a time, and right now, this past week, each day has just been so grim, but I'm doing it, I've done it. I can wake up tomorrow happy because I'm not over my overdraft limit. Yeah, fair play. I've made it through, but this is it now. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm waking up tomorrow. I've got work tomorrow evening. I'm just back home from work. To be honest with you, I could just walk home every night from work. Because to be honest with you, let's face it, it saves me money, doesn't it? Let's face it, it does. It saves me money. Somehow, you can't just come up with an immediate plan. You can't come up with an immediate plan to make money. You know, my plan what? I've come down to London because I want to do radio. Why do I want to do radio? Why? Because I want to. I think that that is my way of becoming who I want to be. Well, Ben, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, you're fair enough, you've done the course, right? But then what, you think that straight away you're just gonna magic something up and just magically become successful? No, you can't You can't do high school, you can't. Anyone that you speak to ever, you can just, you've somehow you can make them happy. You can make people happy. And the one person that you can't make happy is yourself because you let yourself down, because you expect yourself not to you just expect things to be happening for you, like, you know, get yourself into a bit of a routine. 100% just need to just get myself out of bed in the morning. Just do the run. Have the protein shake. Boom. Done. Get out of the way. Get up. Fresh mind. Fresh start every day. You have to do it because no one else is going to do it for you, okay? Because there are other people right now that are going to be doing the same thing. Get up. Do, do the same thing. Do the same thing over and over. Okay? And uh, that's how you get there. Okay, we shouldn't be having this conversation again. But we are. I'm going to go for a bit and then come back. I'm going to have, and it maybe set aside times in the day where I just put my phone away, maybe, just so I don't go on it. I think that'd be a good idea, a good start, because at the moment that's just it's the easy option. And to be honest with you, I just need to totally new. I need a new, new slate now. Like, so it's like like a new chapter, the new chapter of actually doing it, of actually doing it. Why? It may as well. Can't, there's no excuses. No excuses at all. What excuses are? Everything, everyone's done everything. Everyone's done their part. Parents have done their part, and now they've given you no choice. Now they've said, look, you need to go and you need to pay your own rent starting effective of, well, October, isn't it? I've got to pay for October's rent. So somehow from end of October to now, I've got to pay rent and live. So what's the plan? What's the plan of action now then? What's the plan of action? What? You've asked for more hours there. That's totally fine. You're going to do those more hours. You know, there'll be some places. Fine, that's totally fine. Boom, bish, bosh, bosh, I'll just do it. That's not a problem. But what are you thinking? What are you thinking now? I mean, yeah, fair enough, that'd be an internship. You're thinking money, aren't you, Ben? You're thinking money. 
and I'm not gambling ever again in my life. This is it now, right? Why? Because I'm a compulsive gambler, by the way. I want to be compulsive with something else. I want to be addicted. I think happiness for me right now does depend on how much money I've got in the bank. So, yeah, I'm not going to become a stockbroker overnight. That's not going to happen because that's gambling. It's just gambling. I'm not going to... I'm going to come up with an idea, come up with a plan to make me some money. Um, boom. I need to wake up early in the morning. I need to have go on the run, get back, have the read the articles on the news. That's it. What, what's so hard about that? Okay, I'm going to do that. I've got to do that. Starting, I've got to get up. Just get up out of bed. Go. Do it. Done. And then you're done. You're going to be tired. You're going to be tired for the first few times, but you're going to be really tired. But you fucking stay up, and you're just going to pull through because you have to do it. You have to. It's no choice. You can speak to people. You can speak to people. How can you speak to people? How? How does that? I'll come back to it. I'll come back to you in a sec. I'm just going to walk home now. But thank you. I've needed you right now more than ever, to be honest. Um, so thank you very much for your help. Yeah, it starts from you. So well done, okay? Love you loads, it's Fishing Mate. That was me then, and this is me now. 50 cents? I had to be honest with myself. My individual willpower needed support. Gamblers Anonymous meetings were on offer across London. In fact, across the UK. A 35-minute walk away from Hoxton was Whitechapel. Yes, the home of Jack the Ripper. It was also home to my local meeting place. Nervous, of course, to take the plunge, because I was unsure about what I would find. On Monday, the 9th of September, I took the step out of my front door and never looked back. The walk to and from the community centre was equally as important as the actual sessions. On the way there, the walk allowed time for me to reflect on the week gone by. And on the return journey, I could reflect on the session's impact. I went from meeting to meeting, Monday to Monday. I even took up the responsibility of bringing the confectionery, starting with biscuits, jammy dodgers, blackcurrant squash which then evolved into grapes, oranges and water. After two months of attending the meetings, I found myself accountable for others. My recovery and abstinence from betting, I felt was crucial to the newer members of the fellowship. If I do my bit, keep myself on track, in turn, other members would do so too. The history of the anonymous group states back to 1936, Sacron, Ohio, not the hackers. A stockbroker, Bill Wilson, and Dr. Robert Smith met through a group called the Oxford Group. The Oxford Group was an outgrowth of the first Christian fellowship, dating back to the 1920s. The central idea of the Oxford Group was that the problems of the world could be healed through a movement of personal spiritual change. Alcoholics and other sufferers found themselves drawn to this movement, especially during the time of the Great Depression in America, when state-funded therapy had dried up. 
There was a need for addiction resolution by the people, for the people. A bunch of nameless drunks was what the mainly men who attended the groups were referred to as. A member of the group was a writer for the New York Times and coined the group Alcoholics Anonymous. At the start of the meetings, away from the Oxford group that was solely for alcoholics, the founders experimented with various rules and broke nearly all of them, except for drink. The first book Alcoholics Anonymous published was sent to 20,000 physicians, yet received reviews and journals from the physicians, the experts, stating the book had no scientific merit or interest, a rambling sort of camp-meeting confession experiences. Despite the reviews, the book and the group's popularity expanded exponentially. The AA book replaced the word God with power greater than ourselves, helping to widen the gateway to AA. A book by alcoholics to alcoholics. The Diary of a Gambling Kid. A podcast by a compulsive gambler. For everyone. Would I find the light at the end of Whitechapel? (laughs) This episode's perspective looks to a prayer. Learning the serenity prayer developed my mind for the mindless actions that have plagued me. It's prevalent in anonymous meetings across the globe, and it is found in numerous works from Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code to 50 Cent's Gotta Make It to Heaven. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. These words enabled me to focus on the challenge at hand rather than to struggle with the problems of today. You'll find more information on your local GA meeting place at www.gamblersanonymous.org.uk Also, if you are in need of professional help, I have put some links in the description of this episode. A special thanks to Seb C for letting me use his unearthly song. Skin. Just one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Addiction is a nourish to get here. Get in touch via email. The Diary of a Gambling Kid podcast at gmail.com. And on Facebook and Instagram as well. It's just The Diary of a Gambling Kid podcast. Share your story. I told the people I love. I added another layer to the collective willpower. I can't imagine what they were feeling, what they were worrying about. Ben, they are never going through this ever again. The 8th of September, 2018, was the last time that I placed a bet. In the next episode, we will have a glance forward, away from the 2018 madness, and how I've been able to sustain from gambling. Thank you for listening. This podcast is dedicated on telling you what compulsive gambling is really like in the modern world, with weekly diary entries and reflective perspectives. I'm not a psychology expert, trained therapist, or even a class clown. I'm a compulsive gambler. I did not attend counselling sessions and Gamblers Anonymous meetings to learn the recovery programmes. 
I went to save my life. Reaching my version of rock bottom, started my journey on closing the door on gambling for good. I am blessed to have a solid support network around me, but for many, there is no turning point moment. This podcast says hello to those when others may not. Diary of a Gambling Kid Episode 4